This episode of Global Impact is brought to you by Support DDS. Support DDS provides dental offices with complete front desk support that includes insurance verification, billing and collections, and reactivation of patients. Sign up for no contract services today on supportdds.com. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Global Impact Podcast, a show that looks at how businesses can make a global impact in ministry. I'm J.W. Oliver, and today we're going to talk about impacting business through leveling the playing field. I'm with Dr. Glenn Vo. Hi, Glenn. How are you doing today? J.W., thank you so much for having me on, and it is a great day. It's a, it, any, any, any day that I'm on this great earth is a great day. So I'm um, happy Amen. to be here with you and happy to be a part of this podcast. Amen. I agree. Well, a uh, little bit about Glenn. Glenn is a practicing dentist and he's the founder of Nifty Thrifty Dentist. With his wife, they created Denton Smiles Dentistry, a practice in Denton, Texas, with the goal of not only impacting the lives of his patients, but his team. He then decided to make an even bigger impact, which is where I met Glenn, was by forming Nifty Thrifty. He had something to say, something to share, wanted to give, and the desires manifested into Nifty Thrifty. It's a platform that helps dental professionals basically save money. From podcasts to live videos, uh, Nifty became a community that allowed its members to thrive and grow through discounts and savings. Uh, your Facebook group has almost 30,000 members, I believe, now. And uh, it's given an opportunity to make an impact, not only on those dental practices, but the lives of others through speaking opportunities as well. Uh, Glenn, we're just super glad to have you on. Tell, tell me about how in the world did you get started into, into Nifty Thrifty and, and how, you know, I know we, we talk about our Christian beliefs and a lot of our, share a lot of quotes and things back and forth many times, but tell me how you got started and, and how you're using it to make an impact as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what, what's, what's so funny is that, um, you know, I, I like to kind of take it all the way back, all the way back to, to growing up. And when we talk about Nifty Thrifty, uh, I tell people Nifty Thrifty is not something, it's not a slogan, it's not something I just preach in the, in the groups. It, it was actually a way of life. And uh, growing up, uh, you know, my, my family, we immigrated here from Vietnam. Uh, my dad actually had a uh, he got political asylum, so he was able to come over. We were lucky enough to come to this country early uh, because he worked with the, with the U.S. government, and if he had stayed over there, they would have probably sent him to a really bad place or something really bad would have happened to him, right? And, uh, you know, as we were immigrating over here, uh, one person in, in, in particular, his name was Glenn Leon Rogers. Uh, he was really instrumental. He worked with my dad when they were in the military together. He was instrumental in helping us settle here. When we were coming over here, my mom was pregnant with me, and I was lucky enough to be born in this great country. And my dad told Mr. Rogers, I'm going to name my son after you, right? Wow. So my name is Glenn Leon Vo. And one thing that I've always learned, I, I call him Grandpa Vo. One thing I learned about him was that I asked him, I was like, why'd you do all this stuff for us? Like, why'd you do that? You know, like you, you, you invite us over for Thanksgiving dinner with all these other immigrant families. Like, why are you doing all this stuff? And he looked at me and he says, Glenn, whenever you're as fortunate as I am, you, we have a, it's almost a, it's like a, a God given responsibility to pay it forward. Right. And so I'm paying for it to you so that one day you do the same thing for me. 
And I've always remembered that, right? And so when, with whole nifty thrifty thing, I was always good at, I started a startup practice, always good at kind of saving money and, and, and galvanizing, getting people together to help each other out. And so that's really what nifty thrifty kind of came about because I wanted to impact the lives of people in the four walls of my practice. That was my patients and also my team members. I wanted to make their lives better, right? And so I just wanted to expand further and make the lives of my fellow dentists bigger. And, 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 my, and my big role is I wanna keep expanding there, but also in the process, give all the glory to God. So that is, that is my Amen. thing. I, 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 I always tell people that I'm always trying to name drop uh, Jesus Christ. And they're like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> what I mean by that is I'll, I'll talk about something and I'll say something like, oh man, I, uh, I, was, uh, I was in a, I was, I was watching the sermon the other day and it was so good about, it was such a great message about, about, about casting a net out there and, and pulling more people into, into church. Like I'll mention that in passing, right? And maybe it's, a, it's another follower and they can say amen to that or they understand, but maybe it's someone who doesn't go to church and they're wondering, why is this Glenn Vo guy keep on bringing this up? There might be, there might be a reason for me to kind of explore it. Because for me, I came to Christ. It wasn't one particular moment. It was actually a, a culmination of a lot of people praying for me, name dropping Jesus. And until one day when I was in dental school and it finally got to me, right? Like my heart was, was ready to accept that message, right? And so I'm just trying to, J.D., I'm just trying to do my part. I'm just trying to throw a nugget out there. And if it resonates with something, that's great. But maybe I throw a nugget and you throw a nugget and you, we throw enough nuggets at these people that they finally feel in their heart that they're ready for that message. So uh, I know it was a long, that's a long-winded answer, but that no, is the a good truth. answer. That is the truth. <laughs> but, but you know, Glenn, what you said is so true. Um, there, there is the, there are the, the Bible thumpers, you know, you know, the old proverbial hit, hit them over the head with a Bible. And, and yeah. you know, I, I always look back on, on my life and say, I, I wish I had that date, you know, that I said, Oh, I accepted Jesus Christ on November the 3rd in 1978, but I didn't. <laughs> Mine was just this long process. Of, uh, fortunately, my, my mother was uh, adamant that we were in church every Sunday from the time I was born. And so I was able to to grow into that. I'm, sometimes I'm envious of that person that goes at 2.13 p.m. on that day. But I think it's more important now that we don't hit people over the head, that they have to see it through our actions. And I believe that, that our fruits are obviously much bigger opportunity to show people Christ than our words. And it's how we live. It's, it's how we present ourselves. You know, people always ask me, and I'm, I'm sure you get this all the time because you're more than me. People say, how are you so positive all the time? Why are you so upbeat? And you're always in a good mood. And I'm like, man, because I wake up with Jesus every day. How, how can you not be that, right? You know, I think about, um, it, it's so funny because I, I've had dental classmates. So, um, you know, one, one of my favorite stories to tell people is how I, how, how I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, right? That, that's one of my favorite stories. My, my other favorite story is how I met my wife and, of course, about my, uh, my godfather, Mr. Glenn Leon. But I tell him this story because, you know what, you never know when, when your heart is really, and it's all about, is your heart ready to accept Jesus Christ, right? And for me, uh, it was dental school. 
right? I went through most of my life just trying to see where I had this void in my life. And I thought the void was going to be filled when I would graduate dental school and be a dentist, right? But come fourth year, the beginning of fourth year, I still had that void. And one morning I woke up and I remember this moment, right? I woke up, I couldn't sleep. And I really wasn't sure where my life was heading. Yeah, I should be happy. I'm about to be a dentist. I was dating a very great, great girl who's now my wife, right? And I just felt like, like I, I, was, I was lost. And I sat down and I turned on the TV and I kid you not, Joel Osteen was on there. Now, whether or not you're a fan of him, it, that, 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 you know, there's, there's some controversy with him. Some people don't feel like he's traditional enough or whatnot. At the end of the day, for me, as, lo- as long as you have a positive message, I cannot hate on that. I got to no. love on that, right? And he was talking about how Jesus Christ loves the most vile of individual, right? I'm like, vile of individual, like really bad people? Because, you know, in that stage of my life, I didn't feel like I was a good person. I didn't feel like I did anything. I didn't feel like I deserved any of those things. But here he was saying that, Jesus loves me no matter what. Like he, he wants to connect with me. And so I remember the very next day, there was a dental school professor who always, he always name dropped Jesus. He didn't care. He didn't care if he was going to get fired. He always, he always say, oh yeah, you know, I learned this. I did this at church or, hey, you know, he'll, he'll recite scripture. He didn't even care. Sometimes people say, hey, you got to tone it down. He still didn't care. He actually just retired. He taught there for over 20 years. Wow. So obviously- you know, people threatened him, but he still did it. But I remember because he did that, I knew that I could talk to him. So I went up to him and said, Dr. Cobb, uh, can I talk to you? And that's all I said. He was like, sure, buddy. How about a Friday morning uh, before, uh, before class at 730? How's that? How's that work? I said, it does. I came in there and I said, Dr. Cobb, I, um, I just like to learn more about the Bible. Can you, can you just kind of walk me through it? And I would tell you for six months, every day, I would go in there and he would talk about the Bible. I would ask him like, wow. hey, why, are, why, do, why do bad things happen? Like, why does this person seem like he's more blessed than this person, right? Why, why, why can't do this? And, and, and he talked about things about like, look, okay, we are blessed with free will, right? We are blessed with free will that we can decide our own destiny. We're not, we're not you know, so those, those things. And then he gave me the book of John. He says, if you read this, Glenn, it will all make sense. And I did. And I remember six months later, I said, Dr. Cobb, I, I, I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I was saved right there in his office in dental school, right? So the reason why I tell you that story is because a lot of my classmates later on when I graduated, they're like, there's something different about you, man. Like, you're not, not the, you're different from there. Like, I wish I knew you. And I said, you know what? The only difference is, is that I accept that I'm a Christian now. I said that Lord, uh, you know, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior into my heart. That's the big difference. And they always say that. So like, man, you were totally different. It's different. And, and, and honestly, I, it makes me feel good. And, but I also tell that story to everyone who, you know, is in dental school. I, I've lectured about this when I've came back for Dr. Cobb with the Christian Medical Dental Association. I tell them, you never know the guy that you're sitting next to or the gal that's sitting next to you, what they're going through in their life. And maybe they are the one who needs Jesus the most. And you just don't realize that. And all they're asking for is just, just a, just an introduction. 
just a just a, just a, just just a way to to make them feel safe so that they can have that conversation. And I tell her that every day. It could be your next door neighbor. It could be the guy that you you go working out and you see him at the gym every day. You don't know what's going on in their life, and they're just they're craving, they're begging, they're begging for that opportunity. And we have the power to do that. So. Again, another long uh, answer there, JW. So I apologize, but you no, know when no, I, I when I talk about this, I get real passionate about it because I truly believe that. I feel that what what better gift can we give to people, right? I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about getting tickets to the Cowboys game. What better gift can you give them to an introduction to Jesus Christ? There's no better gift than that. Well, interesting, you brought that up. I'm, I'm just finishing up uh, one of Randy Alcorn's book, and he uses the example of uh, a true story where a, a gentleman was walking home from school, and uh, they were in high school, and this guy dropped all of his books, and they fell on the ground, and he just walked by him and picked up his books and, you know, helped him with them and said, hey, man, you know, how you doing? Have a good day. And he, he said, the guy told him later, he goes, I was headed home to commit suicide. And he said, I thought nobody cared about me. And you just stopped and helped me with my books, told me to have a nice day. And it changed his trajectory, right? So, you know, Glenn, I, I totally agree with you. Sometimes I'll be on an airplane or I'll be, you know, uh, could be in a meeting or a group of people at a convention or something. And I'm just like, man, I just don't want to talk to anybody today. I'm just not in the mood. But it usually is that conversation where you realize that, that, God opens up an opportunity for you to share Jesus. And I think when we don't look at those opportunities, when we don't take those opportunities, uh, that's when we have the most regret when we realize, we may not know that this side of heaven, but we'll sure know it come a judgment day, right? But, you know, one of the reasons I, I, I you do that, I've, I've, I've been on some podcasts with you. Uh, I've, I've been on or your Facebook Live. I see it in your post on LinkedIn and things. You know, we don't have to overtly uh, always be talking about Jesus, but it's how we live it in our life and, and how we use it in our business. And one of the, my main point of this podcast, Global Impact, is to show people that they can use their businesses to make an impact on Christ. Something my partner and I did with our ZimWorks, which is the support DDS that uh, we work with the uh, Nifty members as well is we agreed to, we, we both agreed it was, a, it was another business for us and we wanted to make Jesus 51% owner in our business. So we give away that percentage to Christian ministries so that, so that we know that who's in charge and who's on our business. We call it a win, win, win. And, you know, a win for uh, the, the dental office that gets to use one of the team members. It's a, it's a win for uh, the person who gets the job because it impacts their family at our offices there in Zimbabwe. And then it's a win for ministries. So we really believe it is a, a, a true win, win, win. And Glenn, I know you do that in your, your dental practice daily. I, I, I'm certain that your wife invests, you and your wife both invest in people in your practice, as well as you're not shy about that in your nifty thrifty group as well. So tell me how you integrate what you do into your practice without coming across as a nutcase, so to speak. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that's the thing. I mean, I think, unfortunately, um, there's so many stereotypes out there when we talk about Christians who are very devout in their, in, 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 in scripture and in, in our religion, they, they, they look at the, they look at the stereotypes as us being like these 
like fanatics, right? These Bible thumpers, like you were saying, right? Like fire and brimstone approach, right? And that is so far from the truth. And, and for us, what I do is it's all about the D's, right? It's all about living our life in, 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 a, in, a, in a Christ-centered way. And so for, for our patients, we always do a, basically we donate our service. We pick one person a year um, that we can just donate and, and, and take care of them with our, with, our, uh, with, our, with our dental services, right? And so we always kind of publicize that, but we always just give all the glory to God, right? And our team members see this. This year, um, I'm actually, every year, we actually have our team nominate, nominate someone who is in need in our team, right? And so this year, I actually like to tell you the story. Um, one of our front office associates, her husband, you know, he lost his job during COVID, right? right. And, and, and she, she was like, Dr. Vo, can I get some more hours? I said, like, absolutely, you know, we'll give you a raise, we we'll do all these things. And she was actually the person that, that won this this year. We asked our team, who is someone that we can donate to? Um, you know, my team, they put together some money and I basically match it, right? And we donated these funds to this young person. And of course, we, we, we give all the glory to God for that. And so those are the type of things when I say, how can we impact, make an impact in our community, right? I make an impact with my dental practice. I make an impact within, uh, with my patients, my team, but also at Nifty Thrifty, every year we do a thing, a, an event called the Spirit of Giving where people donate their services. I get all the people who are in the community donate their services to a dental practice in need. So it's all about just doing good, but also giving all the glory to God because without him, uh, none of this would be possible. And that goes back to the name dropping Jesus, right? If I'm always giving all the glory to God, people are always going to wonder, wow, he did something amazing there. And he's given all the glory to God. Maybe that's, maybe that's a reason, maybe that's something I need to look into. And so I don't try to like overwhelm somebody. I don't try. Now, if someone wants to sit down and have a conversation, I'm always open for that. Right. But I, I like to kind of just, name drop here and there and slowly and hopefully you know they'll 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 feel it in their heart that they want to learn more right and maybe they'll reach out to me maybe they'll reach out to someone else who's who's probably better qualified you know um, but but yeah that's what we do in our business is your dental office overwhelmed with scheduling billing and even insurance verification sign up with support dds on a non-contract basis for all your dental office support services. Sign up for a free 30-minute consultation with our team members on supportdds.com and we will make a customized plan just for you. Well, un unfortunately, uh, most people do like to name drop, but they like to name drop other names, <laughs> right? That's a, oh yeah, I know Glenn Vo. He and I yeah. are best friends. Uh, he's the owner of Nifty, and yeah, you know, uh, I, I do think it's important. That it's interesting, and I, I love that terminology used, name dropping. And I, I think, uh, I think every time I think about uh, trying to brag about somebody I know, maybe I need to think about who do who do they really need to know that I know. And uh, by being able to name drop Jesus, there's no doubt. You know, you mentioned something about Osteen earlier. I've had this conversation 
uh, you know, the, the verse in the Bible that, that says uh, those, not, those not against us are for us. Um, I believe that that's precisely what Jesus was telling the disciples. He was like, why are you worried about all these people that aren't speaking exactly like you want them to speak? As long as they're not against us, then they're for us. And, and you know, I argue with, I've argued with people in the past, a guy like Osteen, uh, do I do I believe with everything he says? No, there's some things philosophically we have different. But if he brings people in the door to meet Jesus, uh, like he had an influence on you, and obviously has influences on thousands and thousands of people, then I got to say, I got to applaud him. I got to encourage him and say he's doing what he's supposed to do. And then where people take their faith from there, that's up to them. That's That's that personal relationship that they have with Christ. So people out there that are name dropping Jesus and people out there that are bringing people to, to services like, like an Osteen or any other plethora of, uh, you know, evangelists you can mention, they're obviously doing the work of Jesus because that's, that's the point, right? Yeah. And, and JW, uh, you know, it's, uh, we, we had such a crazy year last year, right? We just wow. had just such a crazy year, but if there was one thing that that year taught us is that sometimes we can't figure our way out of certain things. We need, we need Jesus. We need God in our lives, right? If that, yeah. if there was one thing that, that proved we can, you can get the smartest people in the room. You can get the, the most motivated people in the room, but what 2020 just showed is that sometimes you just got to have the faith in God, right? You can't figure things out on your own. You can get all the smartest people, all the high level people. You can't do that. And that's one thing that I learned. And, and that's what I hope for this year is that we, you know, this year it's all about going back to basics, right? And basics to me is trusting in God, taking care of your family, looking at that component right there and moving from there. And I think we always look for solutions outside of that. And I think that's where we get in trouble, right? We look for other solutions. We look for other people for guidance when it's really, we need to go back to basics, right? And so uh, that's just, that's just my feeling. And I think that that demonstrated it last year. And I think if we, if we all go back to that, then our world will be a much better place. Well, I think most people when they're being now as they're able to reevaluate 2021 and they're able to look back and 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 kind of reflect on the year, yeah, it could have been tough times. I'm sure many people have lost loved ones, there's been a lot of people sick. Uh it's impacted their businesses, their finances, uh, their travel. Everything's been been impacted. But I know for me it 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 really helped me to reevaluate what's really important. And that's obviously my relationship with Christ, my wife, my kids, my mom, my family. And then, you know, we always say we trust God, right? Oh, uh, you know, I love it's kind of a typical, oh, I trust everything to God. But I look up all the time and go, oh, no, I don't trust him with everything. I need to, but I'm not doing it. And, and I think that's where we fall back is being able to look back and say, man, I need to trust him in everything. And this, this pandemic definitely has helped many people, including myself, put more of that trust in Christ. JW, um, I'm going to share a story that my uh, son asked me, um, you know, I put him to bed and he asked me, it's like, well, why is God doing this? Why is God, you know, why, why doesn't he just, you know, just take this, this pandemic away and whatnot? And I looked at my son, I said, um, son, do you miss grandma a lot more now? He's like, yeah. 
was like, do you miss grandpa a little bit more? Yeah. And you know, when you can see them again, is it going to be different when you see them? He's like, oh yeah, I'm going to give them a big hug. And I'm going to, I just want to spend all this time with them. I was like, you know, sometimes we got to look at what is going on in our life as a lesson, right? As a lesson to be grateful that these people are still in your life, that it be grief, grateful and be present when they're around. And when I told him that, you know, kind of, he's seven. So he was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be, but for me, that's how I looked at at 2020 is that sometimes God has to, sometimes God has to give you a really tough reminder, right? Look at all the obstacles that's come in your life. And maybe we made some mistakes and we learned it the hard way. Well, sometimes like a, like a, like a really loving father, sometimes the best lessons are learned the hard way, right? We, We learned, we learned a little thing about gratitude and being very grateful and being present with our loved ones. And so sometimes I look at it that way. I'm again, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an optimistic guy, you know, and I, I look for, I look for these signs and these lessons. And that's my biggest lesson that, you know, look how easy, look how, how our life is when we take out something that we took for granted, just meeting family members, right? We take that, we took that for granted, but now we're not. Now it's like, Oh gosh, I, I'd give anything to be able to sit with my, my extended family, everybody in there without wearing a mask and, and just enjoying each other. And before it was, Oh gosh, I got to do another family thing. Right. Well, now I think, <laughs> yeah. now I think people are like, would, would love to have those family moments. Together. Well, I think it's interesting. You know, we, you're right. I mean, how many times did we used to go to Thanksgiving dinners and go, ah, okay, can we just stay an hour? Can we, can we, as soon as we're done with the dessert, get some coffee and go. And, and I think now we, we really cherish that time and realize that, you know, we're, we're apart. Uh, whoever thought I'd be doing more Zoom calls with my own 85 year old mother than I would be visiting with her, you know, it's, it's, it, but you know, you get in these circumstances where you, where you got to play it safe. Well, Glenn, one more thing. I, I think it shows how, uh, that in our lives too, when we stay focused on Christ, not, not, all, not every time does he bless us financially or, uh, with material things, but many times he does. Um, I've, I've seen your success. When, when did you start Nifty Thrifty Group? What year did you start? I started in 2017, um, and what kind of pushed me to start is that actually uh, my wife, uh, she says I'm the type of person who likes to to keep things, like to like to hoard things, right? So I have a lot of dental equipment and whatnot that I kept over the years. She's like, you need to get rid of that stuff. You have a whole storage storage unit full of that stuff. You need to get rid of it. And so I created a um, like a buy sell group called dental garage sale. And I was selling stuff there. And then people started asking for uh, like deals and, and discounts. And then I was giving advice. And then I thought to myself, well, there's people looking for this. Maybe this is a way to really serve like, like my community. And so I created Nifty Thrifty Dentist, you know, ways to save money and bring in great vendors in like your, like yourself and making those connections. Because for me, good business is always should always be grounded in a good relationship. Right. And so we were able to do that. And you, you've helped got so many people just save so much money with the, with the Huron scanner and, and whatnot. And, and just you spreading your message about taking care of all these, these people in Zimbabwe. I mean, what a, what a great message, a message that needs to be told more often. Right. And so that's how we started. And, and it's just grown naturally to 30,000, over 30,000 people and 
and I'm just excited. I'm just excited to be uh, in service to, to, to my industry, to my community and help people. I get people all the time reaching out and saying, Hey, thank you so much for that. I can, people always say I can put a dollar amount on what it's helped me not only say, but producing my practice by being just in this group. And it just makes me feel good. And I feel it makes me know that I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. And the reason I ask you that story, it seems like that's with everything. I mean, uh, when I got into the dental equipment business back in 86, uh, I was just trying to earn a living. I I was trying to finish up college and and I was trying to make a living and it kind of fell into that. And then when my my current business, you know, the support DDS and the Zim works that we support ministries, uh, that was at a Christian conference that I went to and and my, uh, my, my partner who's from Zimbabwe, we got together and like, how can we help the people of Zimbabwe? And then this kind of, you know, kind of meta- metastasized into this other industry. And so it's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm certain that when you started uh, your dental garage, uh, what'd you call it? Dental, dental garage, dental garage uh, sale. <laughs> dental garage sale. That you didn't, you didn't envision a business with 30,000 members under Nifty Thrifty. I, it probably just, probably didn't envision that. And I think the lesson here is when we let God direct those steps, when we let him, you know, I, I love when it says, um, uh, I'll, I'll put a lamp to your path. I had somebody tell me one time and that uh, that proverb didn't say, I'll put a spotlight on your path. It said, I'll put a lamp. <laughs> so it's just the next step. You know, it's one step here and one step here. So there's no doubt that's what you've done with uh, nifty is, is you've allowed it to grow and, and you're allowed to God direct those steps as well. And, and my goodness, you're making an impact. You are, you're saving people money. You're giving them ideas on ways they can improve their business. Um, and, and, uh, that's the reason our two companies support DDS and our, the Heron scanner, we did this with you is because we're like, and these people are, are active and they're, and they're, they're looking for good, reliable information as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's all about doing good. And uh, a big thing that um, my dad has always kind of told me was whenever you go out in, in, in the world and public, just understand that it's not only your reputation that you're representing. You're representing our family. You're representing oh, wow. our people. And you're representing anything else that's important to you. And so one thing that I, I always just stress to other Christians is that there are so many people out there that they want us to fall, right? Yeah. They think about it. When someone falls, it's all over the news, right? They they never they never look at like all the good things, right? And so we have a responsibility to live as a good Christian because we're the example, right? And so what you're doing in your business, what I'm doing in my business, being being a good business owner, being a good practice owner, being a practice owner who is who treats their staff fairly and honorably and treats their patient right there. And when they know that you're a Christian, you represent, you know, Christ in the best way possible. And so that's one thing that I always stress to anybody is like, make sure you live your life in a Christ centered way. And you know what? I know we're not perfect, but you try your best, right? Yeah. Because there's so many people out there that want to nitpick. They were like, Hey, there's another one right there. What did I say? Right. Is that hypocrite? Um, yeah. Yeah. But it is our job as Christians to live our lives in a Christ centered way so that we inspire people instead of just giving the, you know, people who are not 
not there yet, an excuse to say, you know what, that's why, that's why I don't go to church because that guy right there, right? That guy right there. And so I always remember what my dad says is we, we not only represent ourselves, we represent so many more things and, you know, we represent other Christians. Yeah. Which is another part. If you're, if you're going to, if you're going to put the, uh, the, the Christ, uh, Jesus follower, believer, disciple behind your name, then you've got an obligation to also uphold that. You know, it's interesting Absolutely. what you said. It always reminds me of, uh, I used to, I've been to a number of the old Zig Ziglar conferences, met Zig a couple <laughs> of times. And, and one of the things he said was people look for faults in other people like there's a reward for it. Yeah. And it's so true. We like to go, Oh, well, Glenn, yeah, he did this. I saw him. He's yeah. a Christian. Well, he can't be a Christian because he's yeah. he said this, you know, and you go, wow, we're so quick to do that. And I think as, as, as Christians, we need to set that example too, because that's impactful uh, in how we live our lives and, and what we say, you know, words, words matter, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that people always need to remember. And uh, you know, that's, that's what JW, that's why politics is one thing I'll never get into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll never get into that. Right. I'll, 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 I'll just support uh, on the sidelines, but I'll never get into that. But, but again, like I said, it's uh, if, if, if you're going to, just like we said, if you're going to say that you're a Christian and you really get put yourself out there, you need to live your life according to, to, to Christian principles, right? Amen. No, no, I agree. Well, Glenn, I'm not going to take up your, your whole morning. It's uh, uh, just really, honestly, I can think of, uh, we've probably done about 30 of these episodes and this has been the the most Christ-centered one where we've been able to really talk how we've, you know, engaged it more into our business. And, and I appreciate that. Uh, and, and Glenn, if somebody wants to know more about Nifty Thrifty or, or yourself, what's the best website? Uh, most people already know if they're, if they're a dentist, they know what Nifty Thrifty is, if, they're, if they've even been on Facebook a few times. But what's the best way to look up some of your information as well? Yeah. So, so the best way, I mean, if you're a dentist, um, niftythriftydentist.com, there's a link to get into the group, but if you're not a dentist and you're just someone that wants to connect with me, I mean, you can always reach out to me on Facebook. Very easy. There's not that many Glenvos out there. So just send me a message. Just uh, send me a message. Say hello. I always respond to everyone. Uh, I made a post not too long ago in, in my group that I get at least 20 messages every morning when I wake up and I, wow. I do my, my best to reach out to everybody. Uh, and then also drglenvo.com is my, my, my personal website. Uh, you can reach out to me there as well. I put a lot of little blogs about business and whatnot. Um, and then you can look into, I have a few books published. You can look there too as well. So I'm happy to connect with anyone. Um, and, uh, and if I could be of service to you, then that's great. If I can impact you in any, any way positive, then I did my job. That's, that's my, I feel that that's my purpose here. God put me on a purpose is to, to, to help spread a positive message and give more glory to him. And, and if I can serve you in any way, whoever's watching this, please reach out. I'm, I'll be happy to connect. Well, check it out. We'll, we'll post them in the show notes below as well. But if you want to go there, niftythriftydentist.com or drglenvo.com. Uh, again, uh, search Glenvo and that's just Glenn G-L-E-E-G-L-E-N-N -E -E -N -N, and then just B-O, easy. Uh, but Glenn, thank you for joining us on Global Impact uh, and how we take a look at how leaders and influencers make an impact uh, through their business, through, through their Christ following and an impact to the world. We're, we're really thankful for you joining us today. I really mean that. 
Well, thank you, JW. And um, like I said, I enjoyed being on this podcast. And anytime I can talk about Jesus Christ, I get excited. So thank you. All right, everybody. Y'all have a super day and a super week. We appreciate you listening in. This episode was brought to you by Support DDS. Sign up today for no contract services on supportdds.com. 